This episode started with an Instagram DM from a friend. Her message linked to an article with a note that said, this would be a good topic for the podcast, to which I replied, do you think? I feel like people already know this. It was her response back, though, that really blew me away. So in this episode, we're talking about plastic. Hello, I am your host, Shannon Lore, and I'm an entrepreneur, mother, and consumer who thinks a lot about what I buy, especially when it comes to home, food, and beauty. I truly believe that taking charge of the toxins and pollutants in our own families is a huge step in changing the world. With many episodes under 10 minutes, I'll offer quick tips towards healthier, more sustainable living without overwhelm or shame. This is the Clean Living Podcast. The article that my friend linked me to was from the website Wired with the headline, quote, for the love of God, stop microwaving plastic, end quote. And when I said to her that people already know not to microwave plastic, she replied, we have meals for the kids in our fridge right now that's packaged in plastic with directions to microwave it. What the... I mean, I understand that we live in a plastic world. It's everywhere, right? From shampoo bottles to toothbrushes to, you know, fresh fruit. There are oranges that are wrapped in plastic. It is the most durable and convenient way to package just about anything. But even though I know all of this, it honestly never would have crossed my mind that an organic, yes, it was an organic food company, marketed as a kid's meal, would suggest microwaving the meal in plastic. It really did honestly blow me away. And then upon further research, I found out that actually the majority of baby food containers recommend microwaving. So why is this all so surprising, not surprising, alarming? Why is this all so alarming to me? Well, When plastic is heated in the microwave, in the oven, even a water bottle that's left in a hot car, it leaches millions of bits of plastic called microplastics and nanoplastics, as well as phthalates and BPA into the food or drink inside of it. So then when you or, you know, your kid or baby go to consume that food, you're all ingesting that plastic and the phthalates and the BPA. You're probably already familiar with all those terms, especially if you've been listening to this podcast. You know that phthalates and BPA are problematic, yet everyday occurrences in our lives. They're virtually unavoidable. So our goal is to reduce our exposure as much as we can. But one new term I want to introduce you to that I haven't talked about before is leachates. Leachates refer to the specifically toxic chemical components of plastic. According to scientists, leachates quite literally leach out of the plastic and are able to coat themselves with proteins already in our bodies. By coating themselves with proteins in your body, they are able to slip past your immune system, basically incognito. One professor of chemistry compared them to Trojan horses. What happens is that our organs, specifically the ones like our kidneys or livers that are there to remove waste from our bodies, that's their job, 
they're essentially on the front lines of exposure to these plastic contaminants. Scientists say that while we may be able to filter and excrete some of the bigger microplastics, the smaller nanoplastics are able to cross cell membranes, effectively sneaking past our body's defense systems. And what do they do? They sabotage our hormones and endocrine system. These endocrine disruptors will already sound familiar if you've listened to the skincare episode from season two uh, or the fragrance or makeup episodes from season one. Having even a small quantity of a foreign chemical affecting the hormones in your body has the potential to affect anything from your fertility to puberty to menopause to your metabolism. And then, of course, it has the ability to cause disease. You may not specifically have baby food containers or kids' meals to microwave. So I should clarify that this applies to any plastic whether it's Tupperware with leftovers in it, a takeout container from your favorite Thai restaurant, baby bottles, plastic bowls or plates, there is no such thing as microwave-safe plastic. I'll say that again. There is no such thing as microwave-safe plastic. When something says microwave-safe, it just means that it won't melt. It doesn't mean that it won't leach hormone-disrupting chemicals into your food. Surprising absolutely no one, the FDA is extremely behind in their own recommendations of microwavable, and I put that in quotes, microwavable plastic, based on what the science is telling us. In order for a food packaging manufacturer to get approved by the FDA, it needs to submit a limited amount of self-reported data, self-reported, to be deemed acceptable for food or beverage packaging. However, the FDA doesn't have the resources to test the safety of every plastic product that is submitted before it goes on grocery store shelves. At this point, it's basically on the shoulders of the corporations and businesses to do the right thing by not using plastic packaging because there is no regulation or government entity telling them to do otherwise. And of course, using plastic is far cheaper than using glass or silicone. So what are we to do if our food packaging isn't going to change anytime soon? Well, first, even if the label recommends microwaving the food contents, we need to take it upon ourselves to stop putting plastic in the microwave, obviously. And just a side note here, plastic of any kind really shouldn't go in the dishwasher either. Also, it's important that we're not pouring hot liquids or hot foods into plastic containers. This is another one that we don't always think about. Let it cool, let the food or, or the beverage cool before you store it, but ideally you want to switch to glass or stainless steel food storage containers. And I'll link to some of my favorites in the show notes at cleanlivingpodcast.com slash plastic. And I know glass and silicone, stainless steel, all of those are more expensive than plastic Tupperware, but you can think creatively here. You can save that um, pasta sauce jar or the glass that, um, I don't know, your a juice came in or anything. It doesn't necessarily have to go into the recycling. You can use it instead of plastic storage. The bottom line is microwavable baby food is, of course, the easiest option. 
I mean, what parent wants to add one more step only for most of the food to, you know, end up on the front of a bib or the floor or, you know, in my house, the wall. But this is one suggestion that I just don't take lightly in recommending a change. The negative effects far outweigh the extra few minutes of meal prep time. And this is not a situation where it's maybe bad for you. The science is undeniable. When it comes to kids' meals or baby food specifically, baby-led weaning can be in a better or another solution, an alternative solution, because it requires no purees, no plastic containers, and just a little bit of prep. So if you're thinking about that or interested in that, I'll link to some of my favorite baby-led weaning resources in the show notes as well. It's also cheaper because the baby's just eating essentially what you're eating, just in a different form. And for those of you who aren't feeding kids or babies, start to pay attention to the food containers you receive from your favorite takeout restaurants or get at the grocery store or use to put your leftovers in the fridge. As much as we can, and I know we love convenience, but as much as we can, we can all try to start limiting the amount of plastic in our lives if we haven't already. Not just for the environment, definitely important, but for our own health and well-being. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Clean Living Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Lore. Who's the person in your life still microwaving plastic? We all know someone. If you can take just a minute to share this episode with them without feeling like a judgy Judy, I know, I would so appreciate it because sharing the podcast is really one way to show your support and It gives me the boost I need to continue creating more episodes. So I thank you in advance. 